Hi, welcome to Logically, a show where we talk about the logical emotional split of current events, old events, and basically whatever seems like a good topic. And this week is no longer chill week like last week. Uh, today we're talking about why people have to do the best thing of its kind, or biases, in other words. Um, at least that they're often extremely biased towards their version of it. For example, PC or console superiority. And which console do you prefer? Now, I'm of the mindset, um, and I find it the logical standpoint. Wow, imagine that, the show, me thinking logically, couldn't imagine it. Um, I find it the logical standpoint of, uh, like, it doesn't really matter. Like, the gaming is a gaming mindset, right? But we'll get into that. So, first, I want to talk about, this is basically just episode two on biases. I know my episode before was called episode two. I'm just kind of dumb. <laughs> Um, because there was no, like, episode one. I went back and I realized this, uh, December 22nd, I released an episode entitled it Bias Episode 2, because I had already, I thought that I had already released a bias episode, um, but it didn't. I released a fear episode. Uh, I can't remember. I released a fear episode, and I think I released a different episode that had something to do with it. Oh, that's right. I was going to do one on myths. See, that's the thing. I think of these episodes like how I'm going to do them and when I'm going to do them. And then like at a certain point, sometimes I think about a certain episode so much that my brain's like, no, you already did that. Can't make another episode on it. But of course, my brain says, oh, you already did an episode on this. But then, you know, I look on Anchor, which is the host uh, site I use and everything. And I look on Anchor and it's like, I didn't do an episode already. So I, I did go back and rename it Biases. Uh, I'll probably name this Bias Episode 2, actually. We'll see. That's something I always decide when I put the thing up. Like, I'm always back and forth on an actual title because I don't want to make it too long. And I don't know how to... I don't know how to, like, you know, title this without making it Biases 2 or something. Because this thing, the first episode, uh, it's on uh, VeryWellMind.com. You know, it's the one that I found that kind of went over everything a little clearer. The types of bias, right? This is basically just bias episode two, but we're going to focus more on the superiority thing. Now, you have the confirmation bias. Uh, it's a tendency to listen more often to information that confirms your existing beliefs. Of course, there's so much of this in today's world that it's insane. Like, okay. It, the article says this as well. Uh, examples include only paying attention to information that confirms your beliefs about issues such as gun, gun control or global warming, refusing to listen to opposite side arguments, uh, choosing news sources that present stories that support your views. Now, that's also the last one's a bit of a reason why certain news sources also are still in business, <laughs> because there's a good amount of news sources out there, uh, and I actually have like a little thing. I said little thing. I have a what do you call it? It's a graph, I guess? It's a pictorial uh, depiction of what, like, news sources are more reliable and which ones are not. Um, a bias chart is what it's called. Uh, yeah, the media bias chart. I mean, the most, the least, the least uh, reputable uh, thing, according to them, is worldtruth.tv. Um, I did go on the website just to see, like, what is, like, the worst reputation you can get. You know what I mean? 
uh, yeah, it's some ridiculous articles. Like, it just doesn't mean anything. They're just dumb, you know? So I try to listen to people, like, or I try to listen to sites on this chart that says it's a little bit more biased. And then, of course, I also went and, you know, did a little cross-referencing, seeing who thought was what was more biased. Like, I try to live my life in general a more logical way, uh, thinking-wise, at least. Kind of a big reason why I have this show, you know? Sorry, I gotta, I gotta turn the mic real quick. I just realized it's not facing me. Sorry about that. <laughs> but yeah, so that's, that's sort of how I, you know, sort of the reason I decided to make this show as well. Did I just, I, something just popped up on Steam. I have something new in my inventory. Why did that give me, okay. I have a friend who said he was gonna give something to me and like, I'm not good at receiving gifts. So I was like, did he just send it to me at fucking midnight? Uh, but he did not. It was, it was a card for a game because Steam games do that for some reason. They give you cards that you can sell for like seven cents, something like that, or turn into booster packs, which I, I don't know what they do. Not something really that important, I guess. I, I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe I'm just super not like in the loop about it right now. I don't know. But so the bias thing, obviously confirmation bias is something that a, a lot of people are like the hindsight bias common cognitive bias that involves the tendency to see events even random ones as more predictable than they are is also commonly referred to the i knew it all along phenomenon uh, some examples insisting that you know knew who's going to win a football game once the event is over believing you know all along one political candidate was going to win an election see the thing is when it comes to like u.s elections and past the primaries somebody's like well this person's going to win you have it a 50 50 shot really now it shouldn't be a 50-50 shot. There should be, like, more parties involved and everything. And technically, there are more parties involved. But nobody ever votes for them because they don't have the budget to push out the political ad campaigns that, like, the main parties do. Um, it's a massive problem. It's something we need to fix. But we're probably not going to for quite a while. Mainly because those two parties are in control. And, of course, they want to stay in control. That's how it happens. Just a public game of tug of war. Uh, tug of war, sorry. Uh, saying you knew you weren't going to win after losing a coin flip. Like, it's it's literally just being like, yeah, I could have done that. I could have done that. The hindsight bias. Um, it's sort of just, like, being a know-it-all, but not really. You know what I mean? Like, you say you are. Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you did predict it correctly. Maybe you didn't pre predict it correctly. God, I keep tri tripping over my own words today. It's an issue. Uh, the anchoring bias, tendency to be over overly influenced by the first piece of information that we hear. Uh, this is <laughs> this is the reason why information on Facebook is a fucking problem. <laughs> Just straight out there. That's why it's a problem. Uh, because it's you get the anchoring bias. You've got people who look at it and they're like, yes, this. And then that leads into the misinformation effect, which is also a misinformation bias, which leads a, which is part of the anchoring bias. I think they're very entwined together, but this article... It does much more in-depth stuff. I'm just giving you the, you know, quick and short. Uh, the misinformation effect is a tendency for memories to be heavily influenced by things that happen after the actual event itself. A person who witnessed a car accident or crime might believe that their re recollection is crystal clear, but researchers have found that memory is surprisingly susceptible to even subtle influences. Um, this can be changed due to misinformation you see in articles, that kind of deal. Um, on top of, like, if your anchor, if your beliefs are anchored pun intended i guess uh somewhere else then even something you see you can change what it is and obviously 
your brain also interprets everything you see. So there's a very valid chance that you could just interpret it incorrectly or interpret it in a way that makes a bit more sense to you. I'm talking really fast this episode. <laughs> I gotta slow down. Uh, I talk fast when it's something that I really want to talk about, but also because we're already at like eight minutes and I haven't really gotten into the meat yet. Um, now there's, there's, okay, so there's like, what, ten? There's ten of here. Okay, there's ten on here. Uh, we're at five now. The actor observer bias. The actor observer bias is the tendency to attribute our actions to external influences and other people's actions to internal ones. The way we perceive others is how we attribute their actions hinges on a variety of variables. So, before I even get this and everything, uh, you know, okay, so this is actually a good one. When it comes to our own actions, we are far too likely to attribute things to external influences. For example, you might complain that you botched an important meeting because you had jet lag. You might say you failed an exam because your teacher posed too many trick questions. Uh, to anyone else, they screwed up an important presentation because he's lazy and incompetent, not because he also had jet lag. A fellow student bombed a test because they lacked diligence and intelligence, not because they took the same test as you with all those trick questions. So this is something that as people, it's really difficult to do. And when I say really difficult, I mean, it's something I'm finding difficult for older generations to do. My generation and around my generation, I'm 21 for reference, um, around people around my generation and a little older as well. I guess when I say older generations, I mean like, I want to say like 40 plus. That's usually who it's very difficult to like give this to. But it also depends on what like circumstances you grew up in. Because in my hometown specifically, uh, there's a lot of people who suffer from the same thing. Where it's never, you know, when it's their fault, it's never their fault. It's always like, ah, external things did this to me. But when, like, somebody else does something wrong, it's always, you just suck, or something like that, you know? Uh, obviously, it's not just you suck, but it's, it's internal. It's the same deal. Um, but I found that my generation and the younger generations are getting better at this, and getting better at seeing the internal conflicts and internal, like, issues that somebody else might be facing. You know, and that's, that's one great thing the internet's brought, um, along with the, the handful of also terrible things but hey there's some positive in the negative right there's a little light where there's darkness it's night and day sometimes uh, so that's that's a big thing you know that's actor observer bias is something great and i might have an episode just on that actually while i say that uh, just because i'm really bad at saying hey i might have an episode on this i'm actually going to go i have a google sheet for anybody who doesn't know on what i like episodes I'm gonna do in the future. Uh, it's 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 decently full currently, but there you go. Actor observer bias is added onto it. That's an episode that I will be doing. Sorry if you. Uh, well, I'm gonna say uh, sorry that you heard my keyboard. I know you did. You just, you know. Now the false conscience effect, consciousness effect, consciousness effect, consciousness effect. God, I can't read. Sorry. Um, is the tendency to believe or tendency people have the ever. Uh, have to overestimate how much other people agree with their own beliefs, behaviors, attitudes, and values. Wow, I couldn't read that for some reason. I'm sorry. Thinking that other people share your opinion on controversial topics, overestimating the number of people who are similar to you, believing that the majority of people share your preferences. This is like just saying, you know, everybody's like me. I don't see how they can't be like me. That's the same thing, really. Um, now, obviously, the way I said it's much simpler, 
and it doesn't explain the whole ordeal, but it explains the situation-ish, and that's sort of what I'm going for here because we're at 12 minutes now. <laughs> God, I'm trying to I'm trying to speed it along. I don't want a long episode. Uh, the halo effect, tendency for an initial impression of a person to influence what we think of them overall, also known as the physical attractive, attractiveness stereotype, or the what is beautiful is good principle. Uh, we are either influenced by or use the halo effect to others almost every day. For example, thinking people who are good looker, good looking are also smarter, kinder, and funnier than less attractive people. Uh, believing that products marketed by attractive people are also more valuable. And thinking that a political candidate who is confident must also be intelligent and competent. None of those are entirely true at all whatsoever. But I guarantee whether we use it like actually in practice every day as people, there is at least a half a second when you see somebody and you see them standing next to somebody else who is more attractive, whatever that may mean to you. You think they're, you know, probably smarter, kinder, funnier. Like, you're more attracted to that person, so you're more inclined to think positively of them. And I'm talking about just two entire strangers that you just don't know. Now, obviously, that's something that everybody gets. Not everybody acts on that, though. And that's the important part. That's a bias where you don't really want to act on it. Uh, I would do an episode on that one. Actually, if I do an episode on the Halo Effect, um, I'm also going to add it to the list. If I do an episode on that, expect it to be a short one. Because there's not an absolute ton of stuff to explain on that one. Uh, the self-serving bias. Self-serving bias is a tendency for people, to tend, uh, for people tend to give them credit for successes but lay the blame for failures on outside causes. That's... It's pretty self-explanatory. Um, you know, self-serving bias. You just serve yourself. Whatever helps you more, helps you more. That's what you want. The Oh my god, how do you say this word? Heuristic? God. Availability heuristic? Uh, tendency to estimate the probability of something happening based on how many examples readily come to mind. Uh, after seeing several reports of car thefts in your neighborhood, you might believe... Uh, you might start to believe that such crimes are more common than they are. Um, this is... So... We're going to look up the word heuristic real quick. Uh, heuristic, I think. Uh, we're going to look up... First off, heuristic is how you say it. So I actually said it decently well. Not great, but well. Uh, it says enabling someone to discover or learn something for themselves. A heuristic precedent... Pro okay, so... It just means it's something you've learned yourself. Um, and of course, when it comes to an environment, you're going to learn what's common for you. That sort of it. And now, the optimism bias. The optimism bias is a tendency to overestimate the likelihood that good things will happen to us while underestimating the probability that negative events will impact our lives. Essentially, we tend to be too optimistic for our own good. So, there you go. That one's, again, pretty self-explanatory. Um... The optimism bias is just something that attacks everybody a lot, you know? And that's... So those are the different types of biases, though. So how do those affect what we're looking at when we say the bias of I have the superior thing, you know? Um, I think that would be a probably... You know, I'm not going to lie. The way that I sort of looked up and everything uh, with the bias... And I, I was going to say earlier, I scripted to say that it is a mixture of the anchoring bias and the, uh, God, what is it, what's it called? I forget again now. 
the anchor bias and the false conscience effect or consciousness effect. I think it's a combination of the two that really lead into this. But reading it more, it's either that or it's a connection of the false conscious consciousness bias and the availability or the availability uh, hoostic. I still I, I literally looked up how to say it, but I don't know. Heuristic. Yeah, heuristic. Yeah, that was it. Okay, cool. <laughs> Sorry. So, that's sort of the things there. But other than these things, it basically comes down to the fact that the only representation the other group of people have to look for the other platforms, the other whatever, um, the main example I'm going to be using here is console versus console or console versus PC. And when I say console versus console, I mean like Xbox versus PlayStation, you know? Now, other groups of people, they only have that other platform to compare off of. Uh, but the reference point where it comes from, because sometimes they don't have, like, what does it mean? It means the same thing as people saying PC Master Race or Xbox is better or PS4 is best. Whichever it ha they happen to have, bias-wise, uh, they might not even have control over, like, which one they got. You know, say you got siblings. Your oldest sibling wanted this. You got stuck with it. Now you play on it. And now you've played on it for your entire life because that's just what you did, you know? Why? Why are you biased towards that system? And for quite a few people today, they're not. For some, they are, though. Um, and it comes down to the representation, like I said. Representation's going to be from their own platform, though. The representation they're going to have is the contact. They can't really contact people on Xbox. I mean, now they can't because social media, da-da-da, whatever. But... You know, they couldn't really contact people on that, like, platform. If you had PS1, if you had PlayStation 1, uh, it sort of just came down to you talked to other people who had the PlayStation 1. You know, PlayStation 2, same deal. PlayStation 3, well, now online started really kicking up. And online play really connected you with a lot more people on PlayStation 3. PS4, PS5, same deal. PS4, online was just, it was just a part of it from the get-go all the time then. And, of course, you got... PS5, it's, there's literally versions of the PS5 that it's just online-only versions, no disc. So that should speak volumes in itself. But so, they're talking to a lot of people on these platforms, on, you know, literally on the platform, so they must have it. And a lot of people are gonna, you know, be really upset. Or, they resulted to, I'm gonna look up an online review of the other platforms, which sometimes, in certain, like, groups, can be toxic at best, for many, many things. Um, in general, people are going to be biased for what they have, as they're more drawn to it since it's something that relates to themselves as well. Now, that's sort of where the whole, like, everything else comes in. You know, that's where the biases actually come in that we were talking about earlier. However, in recent years, we've seen a bit of a bigger following of the, like I said earlier, gaming is gaming kind of mindset. The whole, like, anti-gatekeeping. But some fields, we really haven't seen this. And gatekeeping as a whole has been seen as a just completely negative thing for quite some time now. And I fully expect it to start re reaching into places where it hasn't yet. As well as it's going to develop into places where it already stands. So the gaming is gaming mindset is going to turn into, you know, not just include like consoles and PC. Because there's a lot of people who say like, nah, it's gaming, you know, consoles and PC, whatever, dude, who cares? Then, 
there's the people who are also like like those same people oftentimes are like yeah but playing on your phone's not real gaming but you know that's not the gaming is gaming mindset if you have that kind of mindset you you're not actually having that kind of mindset the gaming is gaming mindset the this is this the no gate gatekeeping mindset is yo you play games you're a gamer let's go dude you know like that's that's it that's it right there is we're not going to gatekeep because of what you play on oh, we're not going to gatekeep at all anybody's welcome in dude this is an open border you know hop on in jump on in let's play dude gaming's different than other things though gaming is you know it's open for all but there's a lot of things that aren't very open to all and if you want to see me talk about those topics since we're already at like 21 minutes now shoot me a tweet um i'll tell you where to in you know next little portion because that's the outro as always thank you for listening to logically if you like what you heard consider following the podcast either on whatever app or website you're listening on or head over to Twitter and follow me at AgeFluffy. That's A-G-E-F-L-U-F-F-Y. And I'll let you know whenever a new episode's coming out. It's normally every Tuesday and Friday. And of course, if you have any comments, cuss words, or concerns for me, my DMs are open, as well as I read any tweet that you at me in. Thanks, and I'll see you next episode.